Hello and welcome to the ASB Investment Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the markets and helps you make smart choices with your investments. These are entirely our own views. It's not investment advice, but we know plenty of experts at ASB that'll be happy to chat if you need. It's been a big year for investors in KiwiSaver and wealth products. Not only have savers and investors navigated a pandemic at home and the impact that this has had on incomes, jobs and households, but they've also done this in a dynamic market environment where breaking headlines can send markets moving in either direction. We've seen strong growth in global share markets, but a flat performance from the local share market. Inflation's back and central banks are responding. Our own Reserve Bank has lifted the official cash rate uh, twice this year and other central banks are likely to follow next year. We've seen bond markets struggling over the past year as these higher interest rates have uh, have flowed through. Now, throughout this year, ASB's been staying close to its customer base and changing preferences. And in one of the biggest and busiest years for our wealth business in quite some time, we've made some fairly significant changes. Now, joining me today to talk about what we've seen across our customer base and some changes ASB's made throughout the year, uh, ASB's Adam Boyd, who's the Executive General Manager of Private Banking Wealth and Insurance, and Leanne Murphy, who's the General Manager of the Wealth Team. Adam and Leanne, thanks for dialing in. How are you going, Adam? I'm really well, thanks, Chris. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's very nice actually to be coming out of lockdown and seeing the city open up a bit more. I took a walk down the local strip of restaurants uh, last night. It was just really nice to see businesses back trading again and, and hopefully getting back onto a more even keel. Yeah, it's a good feeling and, and um, a, uh, a sniff of summer makes it a little bit more pleasant too, doesn't it, when you can get out and enjoy those uh, evening walks. And how about you, Leanne? How's it going for you? Yeah, pretty good CTV, thanks. Uh, like Adam, um, yeah, I was really happy to get out there and support some of our local businesses uh, over the weekend and, and just great being able to talk to people and um, and see them again. Yeah, and um, what about the, uh, the the haircut? Now, Leanne, you uh, you always look immaculate, uh, <laughs> but I saw Adam on a video the other day, and he was um, he was looking like he had a bit of a James Dean hair <laughs> hairstyle going on there, the longest I'd ever seen it in the uh, what twenty odd years that I've been working with him. Have uh, hairdressers appeared in any of your um, past week or so? Perhaps I'll go first on that one, CTB. I'm, I'm pleased to say that, yes, I'm, I'm back to my, my usual blonde self. So I was very pleased to, to get an appointment on Friday and, uh, and get my hair done again. And what about you, Adam? You're back to short and sharp? Yeah, I am, CTB. You're actually the only person who's referenced James Dean. Most people were talking, is it Doc Brown from Back to the Future? That was, <laughs> that was the, the most common, uh, common comment I got. But thank you for describing me as James Dean. <laughs> oh look, that's no problem. I know what side my bread's buttered. So uh, let's uh, let's start with you, Adam. Well, you've been at ASB even longer than me, and it's great to have you on a podcast. And for those that don't know, Adam leads the wider business for private banking, wealth, and insurance. So um, listeners are going to get some great insights with regard to what's been happening, and uh, and importantly, what's coming up in twenty twenty two. So let's start, Adam, with just uh, you telling us a bit about your role, um, how you came into it from uh, where, when we first met in global markets, and what's interesting for, uh, for us all is how the wealth and KiwiSaver fits into the wider ASB business. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, so I mean, I guess in, in terms of my role, I'm part of the executive team here at ASB, reporting into our CEO, Victoria Short. Um, the, the businesses I'm accountable for are private banking, our share broking business, ASB Securities, our insurance businesses, and as you say, our, our wealth management businesses. And then in addition, addition, I'm also accountable for a lot of the financial wellbeing work that the organisation has been leading out. So 
Um, you may have seen us launch the Support Finder app recently, which is an experience um, focused on trying to help Kiwis who may need some more financial assistance. So that's, I guess, a new territory we're stepping into, but one that's uh, particularly rewarding, particularly given the context that we're in at the moment. I think in terms of my career, it's largely been in and around financial markets. So uh, as you say, sort of my, um, that was where I sort of grew up. My original training was, was in interest rates and foreign exchange trading. Um, and then just followed by a number of sort of leadership roles in global markets and treasury. But I think, you know, the transition into the wealth business and to this role, I mean, it genuinely was a dream come true. I guess it's enabled me to use those core skills that I learnt uh, in the markets and treasury businesses, but get to apply them to you know, helping, uh, I guess, invest and protect over half a million Kiwis, uh, KiwiSaver and sort of broader wealth needs. So it's a big privilege and a very, very rewarding role day to day. Yeah, I think we uh, we both share that uh, real passion for uh, for helping individuals and in the uh, big world of global markets. You talk to a lot of corporates, um, and then when you get into uh, our world now, we can be just talking to one person and making a big difference to to their financial well being. It's incredibly rewarding, isn't it? Hundred percent. Hey, and uh, Leanne, you're another uh, ASB uh, long termer, like me. Uh, some people. Um, will feel like they know you because they saw you on TV3 and this is going to make you feel old. That was over 10 years ago that we did that uh, that evening news slot to, together. But um, you've had many roles in ASB and, and in the latest one, you're leading the distribution side of the wealth business and building on what Adam said, um, what's a bit more detail about your interactions with the business and, um, and a rundown in particular on the um, KiwiSaver and Wealth Advisory customer-facing teams. Yeah, thanks, C2B. I don't know how happy I am at being uh, referred to as a, as a, as a long-termer, but, um, but I'll take it. Having uh, joined ASB Securities way back in August 99, one of the, um, the founding members, so um, spent a number of years in securities, which, which was a lot of fun and, and learnt a lot. Uh, then it went moved into global markets um, as well, similar to, to Adam, but um, unlike him, um, wasn't on the trading side, was more on the uh, the distribution side. So led uh, led a few sales desks um, in global markets, which was which was great. Um, then moved into looking after the bank's uh, investment administration business, Aegis, and, and took that through its its recent sale. Before sort of feel that everything's led up to this point, I guess, in terms of leading the um, the wealth business. So I look after a team of um, wealth managers um, and, and we service uh, customers looking to invest um, through ASB and it's it's a real privilege to, to lead the team and, and touching on, on what's already been said. The, the, the most satisfying thing for me is, is being able to see us really making a difference to people's lives, whether it be through KiwiSaver, people saving up for their first homes and, and using KiwiSaver to enable them to get into a house or when people get to retirement age and just having a, a lump sum that they're able to draw on and make their retirement that much better for them. Um, so, yeah, just it, it really is a, a dream job for me and I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, being involved in uh, guidance and advice is, is, is pretty neat and all of our surveys point to the importance of it and that even products like KiwiSaver that have been around for over 10 years now, there's still a lot of people that aren't confident that they're doing the right thing, so it's pretty neat to be able to help them and, and, and people that that need personalised advice as well. Hey, so starting with um, Adam and the and the sort of macro environment um, we find ourselves in, we've seen a bit of everything in the last two years. 
Um, and it's impacted our, uh, our our customers. We saw that dramatic plunge in share markets last year, then a phenomenal recovery. This year, or certainly in the last few months, it's been a, a significant change of interest rates that's really been uh, impacting things. So there's a lot going on for investors to, to consider. And these markety things we've discussed in other podcasts with uh, with Devon and BlackRock, for example. So, Adam, let's focus on KiwiSaver itself. It's been a very busy time for everyone involved. How do you feel the wider KiwiSaver sphere as such is performing and, and, and helping customers get to the, where they want to go? Yeah, thanks, Chris. And I mean, I think, you know, you're, you're spot on in terms of the wild ride that we've had over the last uh, couple of years. But I guess, you know, the thing that we can never lose sight of is that KiwiSaver is a long-term savings vehicle. And so, um, you know, whilst those sorts of events can be alarming in the near term, um, you know, over the long term, uh, sometimes, you know, when you look back, they're they're not as significant as as what they might appear to be at the time. But I think, you know, KiwiSaver, first of all, it's absolutely fundamental to helping Kiwis get ahead uh, you know, for the vast majority of Kiwis, it's going to be one of uh, most customers' largest two assets uh, that, that they will have in their lifetime. If they're fortunate enough to own a house, then likely that will be the biggest asset. But you know, KiwiSaver will be the second biggest asset uh, for, for most customers. And obviously, if you don't have a house, probably the, the biggest asset. Uh, and pleasingly, um, you know, there are over 3.1 million members now in KiwiSaver, which is just, I think, just shows you how uh, important most Kiwis kind of, and they recognise the importance of KiwiSaver, which is just fantastic. Uh, At the end of September, there's now over 87 billion uh, across all New Zealand KiwiSaver schemes. Now that's up considerably given the market rally that we've seen. um, So up about sort of 16 billion over the last year. And so ASB helps around half a million KiwiSaver customers, which is around about 17% of all uh, KiwiSaver members in New Zealand, which, you know, as I sort of said earlier, it is a real privilege uh, to get the opportunity to manage what is essentially a, a sixth of New Zealand's KiwiSaver uh, funds uh, and helping customers to really sort of, I guess, invest for the long term, whether that be for their retirement or for their first home. I think the other real positive that we've sort of seen over the last 12 months in particular is the shift in demand for responsible investing. Um, so we're continuing to see customers choose to invest uh, in our positive impact funds, which is, um, I think, you know, the real positive, excuse the pun there, is that you know, these positive impact funds are generating double-digit returns over the last two years, um, but also maintaining a focus on responsible investing, which I think is, you know, allowing customers to make a positive choice for the environment, but not necessarily come at the cost of returns, which is just a, a fantastic outcome. But, you know, I think, you know, when you step back from KiwiSaver, uh, it is a very important product for our customers. It's The good thing is it's relatively simple um, and it allows our sort of customers to regularly and seamlessly invest, which gives them the benefit of dollar cost averaging um, whilst being exposed to a diversified portfolio of assets. So it's a you know, very powerful product for, for New Zealanders to be investing into. Yeah, one of the things which is really pleasing for me, um, being involved in the economics and information side of things is is just the interest in finding out more that we're seeing and the amount that we're doing. And we did a podcast recently on the positive impact fund you mentioned here for the KiwiSaver scheme and our, and our managed funds. And it's really pleasing that people want to listen to that sort of stuff and talk about it and find out a bit more than just the very basics. And it's also pleasing that things like that are showing that um, 
positive choice doesn't have to come at return. So yeah, it feels like a massive year and people are just getting more and more interested in KiwiSaver. And actually within our latest KiwiSaver confidence survey, we saw a, uh, an uptick in um, people's confidence about KiwiSaver which, uh, and their knowledge of it, which is pleasing to see and I think a function of the amount of communication that the industry as a whole seems to be doing. And, and so on to you, Leanne, and I guess the most obvious way KiwiSaver helps customers is by building their savings, by locking it away um, in the right product or, or fund for their needs. But ultimately, these savings are designed for a one-day goal as we talk about it, which could be retiring or, or buying a home. Um, what are some of the ways that KiwiSaver has helped customers over 2021 and and are there any interesting trends that you've noticed during during your year in the uh, in the new role? Yeah, thanks, CTB. We actually get some really great insights when we look at what's going on for the uh, approximately half a million members that are in the ASB KiwiSaver scheme. And every month, um, it's between 600 and 1,200 customers that draw on that KiwiSaver scheme to buy their first home. And since January to nearly the end of November, um, ASB KiwiSavers have been able to use almost quarter of a billion dollars of, of their savings towards um, first home deposits. And at the other end, I guess, we've also seen um, members using their KiwiSaver savings to enjoy their retirement. And since January, there's over, been over 220 million in full and partial withdrawals from customers that have reached retirement age. And it's really interesting, um, at our current uh, retirement age in New Zealand of 65, KiwiSaver turns from a vehicle to save for retirement to an investment where you can add more money to it. We're having some really good conversations with our over 65-year-old customers um, because when, it, when they get to retirement age, um, KiwiSaver turns from a vehicle to, to be able to save for your retirement into an investment and you can actually add more money into it and we're having some really good conversations with our customers who didn't realise this and are using KiwiSaver now as an investment tool as opposed to needing to use it to save for their retirement. So that's been really interesting. And we've also helped customers access their savings when they've been through um, difficult times. Over $7 million has been uh, made available for hardship withdrawals. And again, that's since January to, to November. So um, it's you know, it, it's awful that people have had to do that, but it's also great that KiwiSaver is there when people need it to be able to with, withdraw it at, at, at a really tough time in their life. It's interesting um, looking within our, within our surveys at things that are just echoing your points. Yeah, yeah, that's right. ASB Wealth has had quite a big year in terms of changes and improvements for customers. And a lot of these have come directly from listening to customers and and involving the business to where wealth management and KiwiSaver are heading. So let's now have a look at some of the changes we've made this year. And I want to give you both a chance. And I'll start with you, Leanne, to highlight what's one of the standout changes for you that we've made over the past year. Yeah, um, I think for me, um, I guess one of the highlights is, is in my role, um, you know, sitting um, in head office at, at North Wharf at ASB, you sometimes sort of come up with an idea and, and you think it's great, but you don't necessarily see what it what it can do. So for me, one of the highlights has actually been getting out there with my wealth managers, sitting down in meetings and actually seeing um, what some of the changes we, we make can mean for a customer and, and getting that first-hand feedback 
um, and really taking that on board and, and, and leading that to, to drive the business, which is, is what we've done in wealth in terms of the way that we've, we've structured ourselves so that we've got more wealth managers that can have more great conversations with people about KiwiSaver, about our wealth products and about how ASB can help them. Yeah, that's really cool. And Adam, what about you? What's a, uh, what's a real highlight for you in terms of the changes that were made over the past year? Well, uh, without a doubt in my mind, it was the appointment of BlackRock as our new investment partner. Not only are they sort of the world's largest investment management firm, but they've just got you know, world-class expertise. And you know, when, when we're thinking about managing our customers' money, we're, we're asking ourselves, how can we be brilliant and do our very best, not, not just next week or next month, but over the next 10, 20, 30 years? As you know, the, the reality is that's how long many of our customers are going to be investing with us for. And so when we were thinking about a partner who we were confident could maintain this leading edge over the long term and in all types of market cycles and conditions, you know, it really did lead us very quickly to the likes of BlackRock, not just for their investment capabilities, but also their technology capabilities, which are just outstanding. And I think you know, their scale, which is truly immense, gave us the confidence that we could continue to uh, invest and keep ourselves sort of at the forefront so that when we're managing customers' money, we're doing our absolute best for them. And so BlackRock's now managing you know, currency and asset allocation for us. Uh, we're already seeing them make changes to sort of the, I guess, the asset types that we're investing into. So inflation-linked bonds is a, is a recent addition. So I think that's just, I guess, some sort of tangible early proof points of how they're making a difference for our customers and really seeking to do the very best. Yeah, I'd have to say if I was thinking about a favourite thing, that would be a, a big one for me as a uh, as an economist to be able to tap into some of their insights is is just fascinating. And, and I've always felt in the economics roles I've done around uh, the, the world here in Sydney and in London that there's nothing like being on the ground for having true insights to what's that's happening in the market. And I can already see that in the material we, we get from them. And tying back into um, an earlier point you've made, um, even though we've had this really volatile year, um, or two years really, uh, people's balances have grown a lot. And I feel that as their um, balances uh, grow and become more significant, they'll be more concerned about what's going on, what are the nuts and bolts of this investment and how's it working? Whereas if I think back to the start, 10, 12 years ago, the types of questions I would be getting would be, how do I trigger off the government's contribution and those sorts of things? And I think being able to get insights into how the investment itself works is going to be more and more important as, as, the, um, as the years uh, go ahead and people's balances um, keep, keep growing. Yeah, I agree, Chris. It's sort of, it's, it's a real positive that we're seeing customers engage more. Uh, you know, we're getting a lot more feedback, which helps us make sure that we're ensuring that the products are designed and operating you know, the way that our customers uh, want. So there's a real sort of positive feedback loop from, from customers becoming more engaged. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big positive as, as, uh, as KiwiSaver matures. Yeah, it's, it's good. And, and again, it leads into that importance of advice and guidance. When we see times like this, uh, past two years when markets can get volatile, being able to give people insights into why that's happening and, and what they should or shouldn't be doing about it um, is, is so helpful. So you know, it's been a pretty neat change and um, I've really enjoyed hosting uh, a few podcasts now with um, with some of the experts from BlackRock and uh, as, as well as our other uh, 
podcast guests from, from New Zealand. And um, we've talked about KiwiSaver, but um, turning to portfolio series uh, and Leanne, some of the changes there. So specifically for our wealth advisory customers, um, which includes not only portfolio series, but the investment funds as well. I want to chat a bit further of, of some of the changes and highlights that you've been involved with since coming into the role this year. So first things first, any uh, key insights on what our advisory customers have been asking during the year? And um, secondly, um, how do you think that flows through to some of the changes we've put in place or have coming for 2022? Yeah, thanks, CTB. Yeah, certainly the, the feedback from customers is, is, I feel that they've been a lot more engaged in terms of, of their portfolios and, and the performance that they're expecting from their portfolio. So it's re- resulted in our, our wealth management team having some really, really good conversations with customers over the year. And I guess taking on some of that feedback, some of the um, the changes, um, I guess, that we've, we've made is um, due to the partnership with BlackRock is we've been able to move to a more dynamic form of, of portfolio management. So a little bit more uh, portfolio tilting. And, and what that means is moving the allocations between growth and income assets to capture potential opportunity in the market or provide portfolio protection on the downside. So it's been great to be able to be a little bit more, um, I guess, dynamic in the way that those portfolios are managed. And I guess following on from that, we've also um, been able to introduce new asset classes. So gold is an example of that. And that's aimed at enhancing our portfolio management and also, I guess, providing um, an an all-over better uh, customer experience um, for our portfolio series customers. And I guess you'll be aware of the CTB because um, you know you've been involved in some of the the conversations with with the wealth management team on this one. Customers have been asking what we're going to do about the uh, rising rate environment that we're in and and falling bond yields. And um, I guess in response to that, we've been able to introduce the new asset classes, being gold that I spoke about before. But it's also been an opportunity for us to have some really, like I alluded to before, really good conversations with our customers about their portfolios and a better understanding, I think, of of how things are invested and and what it can mean for them. So um, I guess those are the the three highlights for me when I look at portfolio series and, and some of the changes that we've made. Speaking of interest rates, we've all been involved in interest rate markets over the course of our careers and um and uh, which go back into the 90s and interest rates have gone up and down but on the whole they have just gone down and um, really to what might be the lowest level we ever see last year where say something like the five-year government bond yield hit zero and uh, interest rates starting to rise now is is an interesting new thing for us to deal with and that's what's uh, fascinating about markets is that there'll always be one asset class that's um, that's going well, one that's not, and and the chance to think about these things. And it's pleasing to see that that process is um, is quite quick and, and very robust with, when it comes to asset allocation. Adam, um, anything you'd like to build on that, uh, that Leanne's talking to uh, with regard to changes we've put in place that we think will be positive for 2022? Oh, I mean, I think what you've sort of you know, heard from Leanne and, and sort of that I referenced earlier is just sort of the impact that we're already starting to see from the relationship with BlackRock. And, you know, it's just quite exciting to think that that's really just in its infancy. Uh, and just, you know, there's certainly a substantial amount of development and, and plans that we've got into the future to just continue to enhance the propositions and just ensure we're doing uh, you know, the very best for, for customers. 
Oh, that's yeah. It's great to it's great to have covered these off. And um, it seems early, but I, I don't know about you two, but my Christmas decorations are uh, up already, and we're recording this only two weeks out from Christmas Eve. So um, let's finish with uh, a question to each of you, and I'll start with Adam. What are you looking forward to over the holiday period? And from a work perspective, what are you looking forward to most in two thousand and twenty-two? From a holiday perspective, we're actually going to head down and walk the route burn track this year over the over the Christmas period. So um, it's something that's been on the bucket list that we've never really got round to. So really looking forward to spending some time there after after the year that's been. Look, I think when I look forward to to or look into twenty twenty two, I guess uh, I see a really exciting year that's filled with optimism. I mean, it's not to say that there aren't challenges that we've got to be alert to. There, there absolutely are, whether that be you know the emergence or potential emergence of new COVID variants rising interest rates that you've talked about. You know, we know there's going to be an unwinding or likely to be an unwinding of the expansionary monetary and fiscal settings globally. Uh, but you know, on the other side of the coin, we've got economies opening up. The supply chain issues are starting to dissipate. And I think excitingly, we're going to see the transformations that businesses have been uh, undertaking over the last 12, 24 months really, you know, they're going to get the opportunity to really start to scale those up. And so I think uh, it certainly feels like a year that's, um, that's yeah, filled with, with growth and optimism, I certainly hope. Yeah, I agree. And um, Leanne, how about you? Holiday highlights uh, that you're looking forward to and, and a work highlight for 2022? Yeah, well, the Christmas tree went up yesterday, CCB, and with a nine-year-old in the house, it's a pretty cool time with Christmas here. Um, I'm just really looking forward to spending time with, with family and actually just taking a, a break. You know, the, the last few months have, have been pretty intense um, and, I, and I'm sure it's the same for many people out there. So just having that, that time to take a breather, um, you know, appreciate everything that we've got around us and, and spend time with the family. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. But if I look into, um, I guess, next year for me and, and the wealth business and what we're looking at, at doing, for me, it's all about our customers. What, what can we do better? What can we change? How can we listen to them? How can we communicate with them the way that they would like us to? Um, you know, touching on what Adam said, continuing to leverage that, um, that relationship with, with BlackRock and, and providing um, the opportunity for, for uh, people to get insights from them and, and learn, uh, learn more about um, what they're invested in, you know, have some dial-in sessions, some seminars, um, so for me, it's, it's all about um, the customer and, and how we can improve what we're doing um, and talk to as many people as possible and, and show them the, um, the importance of, of guidance and advice because it really can make such a difference. Yeah, we've got better at using the technology, haven't we, to, um, to meet with people and I'm, I'm sure that um, that's going to continue to flow through into 2022. Um, with us uh, potentially still being impacted from time to time with um, as the virus continues to develop. Mm. But I'm looking forward to uh, a bit of face-to-face time. I, um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some family members that I haven't seen for a, uh, a few months uh, now. And I'm hoping that I get to see a few more customers um, and work colleagues face-to-face in 2022. I feel like I've spent enough time for a lifetime in my little office at home. So that, that, I think those will be my highlights for the summer period and for, uh, for 2022. So, hey, thanks a lot for your, um, 
for your time today. It's been it's been good to chat away for um for half an hour, and, and I'm really looking forward to more conversations with you in the uh, with, in the future, and think there's a lot for our investors to look forward to in the year ahead as well. Thanks very much, Chris. Thanks, CTB. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the ASB Investment Podcast. If you have any thoughts on today's episode, or if there's anything you'd like to discuss on a future show, get in touch at podcasts at asb.co.nz. These are entirely our own views and that of our guests. It's not investment advice, but we know plenty of experts at ASB that'll be happy to chat if you need. If you've made it through the podcast and you're still listening, here comes the fine print. Interests in ASB KiwiSaver Scheme and ASB Investment Funds are issued by ASB Group Investments Limited, a wholly owned subsidiary of ASB Bank Limited. For more information, see the scheme's product disclosure statement available from ASB's website. ASB Portfolio Series is a discretionary investment management service provided by ASB Bank Limited. For more information, see the ASB Portfolio Series Service Disclosure Statement available from your ASB Wealth Manager. Returns are a reflection of past performance and not a guarantee or indication of future performance because returns fluctuate, i.e. move up and down. Returns can be negative and you may receive back less than the total amount of your contributions. BlackRock Investment Management Australia Limited is a wholly owned subsidiary of BlackRock Incorporated. BlackRock Incorporated is based in the US and is a leading global provider of investment management services with over US $9.5 trillion in assets under management as at the 30th September 2021.